Welcome to Passionate World Talk Radio. Educate, enlighten, entertain. I'm Shannon Zeman, and thank you for joining us today on the most important 15 minutes of your day, where we share expert information on safety and preparedness that you can use in your everyday life. We hear about CBD everywhere today. It's in oils, it's in creams, it's in gummies, even in smoothies and your morning coffee. So what exactly is CBD and why is it so popular? I've invited back my friend, Officer Bill Hume, who's been a police officer for 13 years and is a drug recognition expert. One of Bill's expertise is CBD and THC. So who better than to have you on to inform us on all the CBD stuff? Yes, thank you, Shannon, for having me on. I appreciate you inviting me back. I'm so glad you're here. So can you explain exactly what CBD is? Yes. Uh, so everyone sees CBD. They see the label. Mm -hmm. CBD stands for cannabidiol. It's a form of the cannabis plant. Um, and the myths and rumors kind of around it are, are different, which obviously we'll talk about a little bit today. But it's a non-psychoactive uh, portion of that cannabis plant, so cannabidiol. What does that mean, non psychoactive. So when people think of the cannabis plant, they think, you know, back to Cheech and Chong, the 60s and 70s, people smoking <laughs> yes. the plant and CBD isn't like that. CBD is the non-psychoactive form of that. So it's a, it's a form of the cannabis plant, all still falls under that same realm of cannabis, but it's a non-psychoactive form of that. So you could take that and still perform normal duties like driving a car or things like that. Yes, and in, in its purest form that has no Delta 9 THC in it, then yes, it okay. would have no impairing effects. It would have uh, nothing to, to affect your psychomotor skills. What are the benefits of CBD? Well, there's a lot of uh, new, very good research here um, in the United States, uh, mm -hmm. especially uh, these last couple of years, they've uh, legalized a lot of this research that we can do with cannabis. Um, some of it's been performed in the United States, some of it overseas, uh, but there are many benefits to CBD uh, and some of the biggest studies, that, at least that I've researched and I've seen, um, is being a tumor growth retardant, so showing um, people with cancer, different forms of cancer, that it's actually reducing that tumor size. Um, in children, they've done research to show that it actually suppresses seizures and epilepsy in a lot of kids. Um, and it's actually shown to have good medical benefits. And it's being looked at a lot for anxiety and PTSD as well right now. Really? So that's great. It's such a, so it seems like CBD is being researched so much more now than it ever was in the past. What, what brought this about? Um, I think a lot of people in the medical community now are starting to realize that there are benefits to pure CBD. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of regulations in the past where it couldn't be looked at. It couldn't be studied in the United States. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now, I've heard conflicting stories on this. Some people say that you need to have THC and CBD to be effective. Um, is, is that true? So uh, it is impossible just to take CBD and have pure CBD with no Delta 9 THC. Now, a lot of the products that um, are what we would call like safe CBD that people would have will have literally no Delta 9 THC and they'll have a very, very small percentage. So you can't take Delta 9, the psychoactive completely out of it. So you always okay. have a very small amount 
Now it gets weird when people go to cannabis dispensaries and say, I want CBD and they hand it over because people during their extraction process can't take all of it out. So it'll still have five to 10%, which is a lot of Delta nine THC, the psychoactive ingredient and, you know, the higher amount of CBD. Um, but if you research it and you go somewhere that's actually selling pure CBD, it's going to have that very, very low, less than 1% of Delta nine in it. And can you still, like we were saying about driving a car, operating machinery and things, if, if you're getting that where it's saying it's the pure CBD, are you still legal to be able to drive and, and do those things? I always say, if you feel different, don't drive. So if you're consuming it and you feel different um, than you normally do, then don't drive a car, obviously. Um, but in its purest, purest form, we've done uh, cannabis studies where we've watched people consume it, mm -hmm. just CBD, uh, no Delta 9 THC. And I've actually physically done these where I look at them and see, do they look like they're under the influence in my professional capacity? Um, and when I've looked at them, we're not seeing impairing effects when they're taking just the CBD. Okay. And, but so we're still saying the CBD is effective, even if it doesn't have the THC in it. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's when I was going through chemo. Um, I, my choice was not to have THC. And so I was doing oils and it was very early because it was 2016 beginning 2017 and it was kind of hard to find and things like that but I felt like it was helping me and so I was curious as to if it, if it really was or if it was just placebo in my head so <laughs> that's good to know um so how many different forms of CBD are out there there are a lot of different forms of CBDs. Uh, it can come in up to 10 different varieties on how it is. Um, kind of like how you're saying it makes you feel better. Um, if you can imagine the human body has something we call the endocannabinoid system inside of it. And in layman's term, CBD is helping uh, reconnect different forms of your brain. Like if you have PTSD and you're having a misfiring of information going on in your brain, CBD is helping connect some of those things inside of your brain different forms of THC and CBD do different things to the endocannabinoid system. So um, different types that they're studying are showing different things are more beneficial for anxiety, for PTSD, uh, for tumor growth. Um, they're all different types that they have. What are the different options that you can find? So you obviously have your traditional um, bud leaf, uh, which looks like, you know, what people are used to seeing of cannabis. And that's really, really hard to extract all the Delta 9 THC out of it. Mm -hmm. um, but the more popular forms like you were talking about, Shannon, are the oils that people get. It comes mm -hmm. in edible forms like gummies, uh, food. It comes in liquid form. So uh, the vaping form as well, you see people take as well. It comes in a ton of different varieties to consume. And usually the most popular are the oils because that's the easiest way to extract that Delta 9 THC out of it. Okay. And now what about... Um there's a lot of lotions that have the CBD oil in it and everything. Is that um, really effective on using it on externally on our bodies or where we're sore? So there's a lot of misconceptions with the, the oils and the rubs. CBD does have a very hard time getting through your skin into your bloodstream. And it's most effective when it's absorbed through your blood brain barrier inside of your body. So people use the lotions and while it hasn't been studied a lot, it may have some kind of effect on your skin. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a little bit of false advertising on a lot of that stuff that people talk about. And that okay. might be a little bit of that placebo, but where it is effective is where it gets into your blood system. So ingesting it is yes. where we want to go with the most effective. Yes. Well, that's good. See, look at how much we learn all the time. I just <laughs> love this. Uh, okay. So can now, now let's move on to the misconception 
um, like you, you were just saying of the topical and ingesting of it. What do we say for the people that are, you know, actually putting it on their skin and, and doing that? Is it, is it, what do we advise them to do on this fashion? Um, well, it isn't very studied a lot. So it's up to that person if they say, hey, I want to, you know, put it on my skin. Um, you know, it makes me feel better, it, whatever it does. I mean, it, that's completely up to the person. There's just not enough research right now to say that that is having some kind of medical benefit to that person. Okay. Another common thing that comes up is people ask, well, if I rub the lotion on my skin, am I going to get a positive drug test when I go to work? They usually are asking that. Yeah. And it really depends on where you're getting it. The stuff that you're getting from your typical store isn't going to have something in it where it's going to show up on a blood test. Like I said, if you feel different and you're putting something on your skin, then maybe it might that might be a, a clue to you, yes. but uh, there is that misconception. If, if you're using it for a true medical benefit, it is best to ingest it like you were saying, Shannon. And now who you said about testing. So if you're ingesting what, what we're calling as pure CBD, will that show up in a drug test? It depends on what they're looking for in the drug test. Um, the way cannabis is produced and it comes through, if they're doing a blood test, then yes, that will come through in a blood test. Oh. Through urine, uh, CBD is processed a little bit differently. Our body can't excrete that CBD through the urine. So it looks a little bit different on a urine test. And it just depends on the kind of urine test that someone's actually what looking for. Yeah. So if you're going in to do a blood test or something, you should be disclosing what that you've been taking this. Yes. And these are the things. Now, is, is there an age that we should draw the line of administering maybe to our children CBD, or is it proven that it's just successful no matter what? That's because we talk about THC is still somewhat in there a little bit. And so that gives me a little concern. Yes. That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think we love our children, you know, to death. Just, I love mine, you love yours. And mm -hmm. if they were having a, a medical episode um, like cancer or, you know, some kind of seizure disorder, which CBD is shown to be effective with, I, I would do anything to give them CBD and right. the research that I've done. And my years as a police officer, I, I don't see a negative side to that. Um, but I do think that, you know, as kids going through high school saying, oh, you know, I have anxiety of other stuff. I think other means should be looked at before they look at just that. I mean, like Jenny, you went through a serious uh, battle with cancer. And mm -hmm. I think that that's something CBD is so effective for you or for anybody. Really like that. Was. And yeah. going through that, like that is a hundred percent, but I would sway the younger generation away from looking at just that as a, as a miracle drug mm -hmm. um, and maybe trying to find other things that they can use. Um, but if they're having a serious medical issue, then yes, I think that kids should be using it. And what is the best place? Cause I know you can even go on Amazon and buy CBD oil and, and things. How do we know where, where to get the products? What do we know what we're looking for on labels to know that we're getting the best uh, quality of it? How, how, what would you, how would you guide us on that? So every state's a little bit different. Um, in California, we regulate the cannabis through the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like alcohol beverage control, but we have that for cannabis. Um, your backdoor dispensaries that people are going to are not going to be the most reliable place to get CBD from. Um, there are specific labels that you can look at on CBD products that'll tell you it was tested. It goes to an in, in, independent laboratory where they look at it and they confirm it has this percentage of CBD in it, this percentage of Delta 9. So it's not a fake claim of saying, hey, you're just getting CBD in this oil form and now you're feeling like you're high because you're taking it. Right. Um, so it's, you know, it's almost like consumerism. You got to go to the, like the bigger, more reliable dispensaries that are actually producing that and giving that out. 
And that would be something that you could call and ask, correct? Just at a dispensary, ask them if they do go by all the guidelines and you know, tell them what you're looking for and they could guide you. Yes, they could, uh, at least here in California, some will, um, there are some good places that you can call, at least that I know of in this area um, around us that are more reliable that you can call. Um, it is a product, so they're always gonna try to sell it to you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they want you to come in and buy their product, they make money off of it, but it's also doing your research and going on and looking at what's the most reliable way to get it. Yeah, and I think that it's really um, interesting on the CBD oil because I'm not a fan of the way that marijuana smells or tastes. It's just, that's a personal preference, right? Some people like white wine, some people like red wine. So, but when in 2016 and in the beginning of 17, when I started trying CBD oil, it tasted and smelt that way. And as the years have progressed, you don't even taste it or smell it now. Yes. And I think that's amazing marketing wise, but also a little scary, like how we were talking about like kids or things like that, because they don't realize it because it, it really deterred me (laughs) (laughs) until now. And then, you know, you can get things that taste a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. So it's part of that extraction process of things have been more researched and allowed uh, more companies to kind of move in on it. Mm -hmm. Um, They've been able to take that taste and that smell. And then you're not the only person. A lot of people don't like that taste and that smell. They're, you know, they grew up thinking that, you know, that cannabis is bad. Like obviously when it comes to driving under the influence or, you know, people using it for uh, non-medical reasons. Yeah. Like obviously, you know, people associate that taste and that smell with that. Yeah. Uh, But people that need it for legitimate medical purpose, obviously like you are not going to want that taste and that smell. And I think as time goes on, we're going to have more research and more studies showing these medical benefits of it. It's going to be easier for people to consume and people understand that it is very beneficial to people like you, Shannon. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely um, an amazing tool that we have been given. And I love that they're starting to look at it and research it more. And um, we're able to educate people on it because if you can take something that's going to help you with your aches and pains or your PTSD or shrink tumors or anything like, why not? Like that's, that's awesome. And it's more of a natural form. Yes. And with today's day and age of everyone taking, um, you know, these drugs that are just, you know, changing your chemical compounds in your brain and stuff, but there is like a natural way, obviously, for people to do it. That's not impairing your ability to safely drive. And it's having a lot of medical benefits that are finally being looked at. I think it's a great solution. Yeah, I do too. Well, thank you so much for being here, Bill. Thank you, Shannon, for having me. It's, you're so easy to talk to. He has so much wonderful information. I could just go on forever. So next week, Troy Zeman and I will continue our discussion on run, hide, fight, and break down the correct way to hide in an active shooter event. Just think about when you're a little tiny kid. That's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening to Passionate World Talk Radio. You've been listening to the most important 15 minutes of your day with me, Shannon Zeman. And you can listen to this podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And remember, with knowledge, you have the power.